I slept in I slept in high points of the stadiums for all summer. I think we live in a time where spirituality is at an all-time low. I've always chased him and everything he did. So anything he did, I did behind him. And I want to be better than him at everything. So. To help your kid yeah. in any kind of sense because you've been so unplugged from their academic journey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Athlete Diaries. I'm here with two new friends again. I uh, just met them, what, 24 hours ago? Oh, a little over 24 hours ago. They play basketball for Rice. Uh, Miss Malia, Miss Fatou. I've been calling her Malia like the whole time because her name has no E in it, but she just told me that it's Malia. So I got it right on the intro and I'm happy. But how you guys doing today? Thanks, oh, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. I'm excited for this. I don't know if y'all are excited. No, we're excited. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we get kind of deep on here, just so y'all know ahead of time. Yeah, we get kind of <laughs> no, deep on here. Okay. Yeah, uh, and also, bro, it's crazy. Y'all the first people I've done like two at one time. So okay, oh, so first. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so we can just whoever wants to go first. Whenever I ask, you can do it that way, and then we can just carry the conversation on. Uh, but so, how did you guys get into basketball and gym? Um, I, so it's funny, both of my parents are immigrants. And so while they played basketball overseas, um, like, like a little high school ball or whatever, they never really like took it seriously. So we didn't have any, like any background into sports for real, but it's funny. I was, I was fat as a kid. I was, I'm, I'm gonna say it now. I was very fat as a kid. <laughs> And my mom was not going for that. And so she was like, you finna play basketball. You finna do something. And so she would sign us up for like these church leagues. And like, it was all boys. And I just remember hating it, right? Cause like I was the only girl, I was tall and I wasn't feeling it. But like, as time went on, I started like, I guess really taking basketball serious, like eighth grade, I wanna say, yeah, eighth grade when I started taking it for real and I was like okay this, this can do a little something and then I got my first bath I mean offer like I don't know like ninth tenth grade and then I was like all right maybe this really can do something so I just kind of stuck with it so you yeah didn't get, you didn't get 35 hours like she did she was trying to flex on me yesterday 35 no I I got um around 45 like <laughs> that yeah I was like wait what nah okay I mean that just that's just when you play on a good circuit and or you just compete against high level people and then I was blessed to have an AAU coach that wanted to invest in me and so that's when it led to USA trials and it led to like a bunch of other exposure stuff that I had it was a whole world I didn't know of right and so um yeah it's kind of how I was fat and <laughs> so now we hooping for real okay yeah. um, mine's a little different. I've been playing basketball since I was born. Uh, my mom played basketball in Middle Tennessee at a Division One level. My dad played uh, football, baseball, and basketball in high school. He was All-American, all three, and I ended up going to college for football and then going to the NFL. And then... Oh, so you were breakfast. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then my brother, he's currently trying to get into the MLB right now out of college, so just a whole family of sports. Like I had, I really had no other choice. Right, yeah. Um, did that push you, like, in general, like, growing up, like, knowing your parents did this and that, like, it was like, oh, I gotta live up to that? Um, yes and no. I think it, it, it took the decision out for me. I, I never had to guess what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but there, there was pressure in that, you know, my mom could've went pro if she wanted to. My dad went pro. My brother's going pro, so now that's that's the decision I have to make. Right, right. Um, so there there's a little pressure with living up to the hype of my family and living up to people's expectations, but it's something I want to do, so I'm not really not upset about it. For sure, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I suck at basketball. <laughs> I could play a little defense, but travel ball was always like one of the most fun things for me. Uh -huh. So y'all, y'all, y'all enjoy travel ball? Like when you got to, I don't know. If she said you did, but I don't know if you got to do it. I, I enjoy travel ball, like traveling, like the teammates I had, doing all of the childish hooligan shit that we would do. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I, I love the AU. That's honestly some of the best memories, best times, just going all across the country. 
My mom didn't believe in flying anywhere. Yeah. We no, drove <laughs> they, as far as Chicago from Georgia. Uh, it was great. Hotels, running around the hallways, oh, yeah. tag, yeah. all of Staying it. Late, you know, having a game, nice eight in the morning, subway, subway in between, go back, play another game. It's kind of crazy when you think about, like, how the hell was I able to do all that stuff? I don't stuff? know. I, don't I couldn't know. do it now. It was like, oh, we got another game? Bet. What? Three, like, four games one day. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not eating right, not doing none of that. And you just kind of, and you still somehow not staying it. up late. And... Yep. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> it, was it, was. it was fun. So, how did you guys end up at Rice? You said you transferred and yeah. is that where you went first? So, <laughs> Rice was my last offer out of everything. I got my my offer from Rice my junior year under a different coach that's there now. Um, obviously, I knew I was going to play basketball, so it, it wasn't. You didn't play multiple sports. I did. I played volleyball and then I high jumped, which okay. I wanted to go for education as well as basketball. And at the time, they were uh, I don't know, not top twenty five, but they were they were very high, a very competitive team. Um, and I had a great relationship with the coaches. I didn't when I took my visit. I didn't know Houston was in a city. I was not a city girl when I came, <laughs> but I I am definitely one now. And it, it was just, I had a great visit. Uh, I love the coaches. I love the area of Houston. And I knew I was going to grow in academically as well as in basketball. So that's how I chose it. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, I uh, transferred into Rice. But um, well, going backwards, like my initial recruiting process coming out of high school, it was uh, – it was Michigan, Northwestern, Harvard, and Cal, but Rice was in there, and then a couple other schools. But, like, initially, I really did, I really did like Rice, and I always attended camps and stuff. It's just, for me, I feel like if I had the option to travel, I'd rather travel. Yeah. And I'm, I'm born and raised in Houston. I just wanted to see something different and, like, just you get a different vibe and kind of venture out on my own and not have my parents just phone call away. Um which I definitely missed because I ended up transferring back to um, transferring to Rice after um, two years at Cal. And so one thing I noticed like those two years away from home and like in college was that people really mattered. Mm. And like um, like you're with these people 25-7 and everything that you do. And so taking my visits, it was, I think Rice was my first visit. Yeah, Rice was my first visit. And then I had... Um, a couple of others after that but like on the first day it felt like family yeah. and home mm-hmm. and it felt like um she pretty <laughs> um, it just it just felt natural and um like i i know coming from a p5 like i think a lot of people expected me just to just to hop to another but like like one thing that's not guaranteed is like the people and so i didn't want to risk losing the, just just for some gear, just for like I don't know, like status for this and that. So I was like, I'm set on rice, and so yeah, I'll come in. That's kind of interesting. So just out of curiosity, what made you like? What scenario happened to make you realize like, oh, people are important? Um, I wouldn't say it was like a. I wouldn't say it was like a scenario because so at Cal, um, I had my first year at Cal was through COVID, mm-hmm. and so. Okay, maybe it was situation, but like, um, like yeah, during situation enough, right? yeah, like during COVID, like nobody was really on campus except the athletes, right? Especially so in California, especially probably, yeah. yeah. And so we were with our teammates and our coaches, like just all the time, just the only people we really saw for real. And so, um, I mean, I'm not saying like it was like bad energy or vibe, or um, I would say more like culture. Um, at that time, I mean, we were on a losing streak, so right. obviously everything's not going to be dandy and um, flowers and roses. But um, yeah, I think um, mm, I I definitely grew close with my teammates, though, like one hundred percent. Like those will forever be my girls because of what we what we went through with COVID, and then also like going through that defeating like every game. Like damn, we just got. Oh, now, like, damn, we just, like, 
having to like really have to I don't know it was tough on us like confidence wise and so we had to like feed confidence into like each other and still have our have each other's backs right. throughout the season so it definitely made us closer but um yeah is that the first losing team you've been a part of like that yeah for sure yeah because um during high school um out of my four years i think i lost five games because just because we we just happened to have a tough squad like we all went d1 for that starting five from when i came to west High. it was just it just west High is not like a historic i mean it used to be really good but it wasn't like a historical you know like duncanville or something and so we didn't um we just happened to all end up at the same school like some tough players and we hooped and we we won a district every year um and then yeah, I don't know. Like I, I never was a part of. We just one thing that's always gonna happen is like competing, and so I was always a part of like the competing atmosphere, AAU or like West Side. And so I kind of like sometimes we just have each other. So like it wasn't like we had bodies to really go at it every day, and so I think that definitely played a role in it. But yeah, that was COVID year was tough. COVID year was too tough. No, I believe it, and I believe it. For me, I, I didn't. It wasn't as tough for me. I enjoyed COVID. I'm an introvert that's low-key an extrovert, but I'd rather be kicking it by myself. Yeah. Like, I don't, but like, I just, I, I said that backwards. I'm an extrovert that's low-key an extrovert. For <laughs> me, I can be around people and I can right. smile and do all that, but like, yeah. if you let me kick it at my house by myself, like, I'll be fine. So like, I live by myself in my my, my college. Like, I enjoy COVID, but nah, I feel you on that for sure. <laughs> Like it's, it, I know for people like being like secluded in this area, probably seeing the same like two, three people every day, probably got to the most. I can see why people were struggling, especially in California, because y'all probably didn't have nothing. Man, nothing was open. Yeah, like, we just had to like locker room, home, Zoom classes. And yeah, that's about it. And basketball. Yeah, I lived in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, and we didn't. Oof. You wouldn't even have thought there was COVID was real. We didn't wear masks. We were going to Walmart yeah. like we were to Walmart. Nobody <laughs> That's was crazy. That. Yeah, we weren't with any of that. Yeah. Until like people, because like whenever, so they shut down like my school or whatever. And then whenever everyone came back to campus, then people started wearing masks. But like when it was just like 20 football players yeah. and the locals, yeah, we weren't just with chilling. Yeah, we, were, we weren't with any of that for sure. Uh, so my next question is, uh, like, I, like I kind of prefaced earlier, what are some of the hardest things you have been through in life? And like, what did you pull yourself to get out of it? So, like, if you didn't know, I started this podcast because uh, when I was in college, we had an influx of D1 athletes or athletes in general who were, like, just committing suicide and, like, having all these mental health issues. So, like, the reason I started this is to show people, like, oh, all of us athletes, we're humans, we go through things, and, like, we're here for each other. Like, let's talk these things out. So, just so you know, but that's my question. Yeah. Mental health is a, it's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, I think, personally, that is the biggest challenge I had. Um, in high school, it was it was a problem, but I never knew it was a problem. It's something I always dealt with by myself. Uh, and then I got to college, and being at college that's 14 hours away from anyone I knew, you know, I had to deal with it. Um, it wasn't something I could just push under the rug. Uh, I got my freshman year. I came in with a boyfriend. Silly. 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 Listen, I don't, don't, don't do that. (laughs) Male, female, don't do that. So we had some problems coming in. Uh, We ended up breaking up because he cheated. Um, (laughs) And then at the same time, I was having problems with my roommate, who was also my teammate. Um just some stuff going on with some other people involved and I said some things I shouldn't have said that got back to her Mm. and it was just a whole personal matter so we had problems and then my team felt as though I was in the wrong even though I felt like I was doing something that helped everyone you know I'm, I'm a big emotional person I don't like playing with people's emotions so it's like I see other people doing it and then then I feel like I gotta yeah, say something but I, I've learned it's yeah. not my business yeah stay out of it True. but um that was going on so break up fighting with my teammates 
And then that's when basketball, I started out really hot. Um, and then at that time, you know, I started going down. Uh, I started playing bad. I started letting numbers get to me. I started letting people get to me. And it got to the point where I felt like I had to ask for help. So I talked to one of my head coaches and she's, she's, she's amazing. She's one of my biggest supporters and I'm so thankful that I have a head coach that I can talk to because not everyone has that. Um, and she got me into therapy. So I started doing that. I got put on medicine and I was on it for about a month, you know? Well, you know, after a month, I started feeling good. I'm like, okay, I don't don't need this. So I stopped. And at that time, I felt like therapy was kind of kind of like a, a temporary fix, you know. Yeah. It's like I go to the doctor, I'm better, I don't have to go back. Yeah, sure. Not the case mm-hmm. at all. Uh, so about a year went by and nothing. I, I mean, I felt like I was good. I had some new tactics to kind of handle my mental. Like and you got then, those from your therapist? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, okay. Therapist, yeah. And so that's, that's usually my issue with therapy in general is uh, a lot of times they struggle to give you, like, action. Mm-hmm. Like, the things, like, you should do afterwards. Like, all right, I talked about my problems, but, like, what actions should I do throughout sure. the week and stuff? So that's usually my issue. But that's good that they gave you that. Yeah. And sophomore season started. I got a concussion that lasted for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was my first concussion. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Came back for two days and then strained a ligament in my thumb, and then I was out again. Came back for about three weeks, got elbowed in the face, and I had to wear a face mask playing games for like two months. And then came back for about a month, Uh, and then something else happened in there that caused, caused pain, but then I was back for a majority of the season and then by the end of the season, uh, I messed up my ankle and I was out for four games. Mm. And then I came back after that and I wasn't starting anymore. I've been starting every game since I was a freshman. And then after my ankle injury, I didn't start the rest of the season. So that whole time frame, I got really behind in school because of my concussion. I couldn't do anything for two weeks. Um, I had to go back. I had to go back to therapy. I had to get back on medicine. Um I was diagnosed with severe depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. And, you know, you, like you hear it and it's like, dang, like, am I messed up? But I, I think the stigma around mental health is it's like, no, you're not messed up. You just have a chemical imbalance that can be fixed. And as long as you're willing to work for it, just like anything else, you'll get better. And so that's that's my journey right now. That's the process I'm still in. And just trying to help myself get back to a functional standpoint. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. It's, I know that. <laughs> I know that journey. That journey is long. I've been on that journey. That journey is yeah. You know, it's coming on the other side of it is amazing. Like it's so blissful and like so. Like, so <laughs> I wish you luck. Bro. Thanks. And as a teammate, like, it's like, like looking from the outside, like you would not think, right? Like she's going through that much. You know, because Malia does show up, or she tries to her best every day. So, I appreciate it. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. No, you get it. Yeah, one of some of the just one of the a couple. You can give one. You can give a couple. Just the hardest yeah. things you've been through in your life, and like what you do to get out of it, and the processes, and just everything. Yeah. Um, I would say um, like the time frame of like. COVID year and transferring, I want to say, because, yeah, I would say it's either COVID year or transferring, because, um, like, like you said, mental health was, like, the biggest factor during both of those situations. So, with COVID, um, we didn't have, you know how usually in college, like, you commit, and then you go for the summer, and then you go for the fall workouts, and, yeah. then, and then you get started on the season and start going into your game, your collegiate game, at least. And so with COVID year, we didn't have we didn't have summer at all. I was in Houston, um, approaching August, September, still 
wasn't at school, wasn't working out, we couldn't be up there. A couple of them were up there because they weren't too far, but we didn't have to report until the end of September. Um, or that, I forgot what happened, but uh, I think the COVID restrictions, like we couldn't really travel, at, right. least, at least from Houston until the end of September. And so, you know, it's like six of us, six freshmen that come in um, that year. And, you know, like we've never, you know, summer workouts and stuff like we don't know the intensity of it all and stuff and so we're like okay i mean i've, I've been working out at home like I, I think we should be straight um that is not the case um collegiate level workouts are like a different intensity and then also like the people that are like watching you do this and stuff like you know they're looking at detail and stuff like that so long story short we were unprepared and um <laughs> Yeah. And so within like we touched down like September 30th or whatever, and then we had our first official game like for preseason like end of October in a month, and That's so crazy. you're getting six new freshmen, and then also I think about like four returners. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's four or five returners. Now they just not to get you off track, but I'm yeah. kind of confused by these numbers. So like they people just left. Like, like yeah, I think I think the year before they had a lot of they had a couple transfers and then a couple people graduate off. Okay. Yeah, so it was it was definitely a rebuilding year. Yeah. And so I'm I'm assuming also with COVID it was kind of hard to recruit in the transfer portal right. and stuff like that for like upperclassmen or whatever. But yeah, you're taking six new freshmen and then four or five returners and trying to teach them Cal basketball and how to play in the Pac-12, which is one of the largest p5 um conferences in a month right and yeah. you got to get people in shape we got to learn the new offenses our defensive tactics we gotta we gotta do scout we gotta watch film we gotta it was a lot in those in that one month and then at the same time we're also starting college right for like school for like planning what these, this semester is going to be like next semester and stuff like that so um, it was tough. It was tough. I'm glad I had like a bunch of, I did have a lot of girls that were going through the same thing with me. But yeah, once we started, we started our preseason game, um, I remember our preseason conference. And so if I remember correctly, we won hmm, two games in preseason out of nine. I think I really have to go look and trip. Please don't quote me, quote me on this. But it was, it was rough. And uh, I remember thinking, like, this is just going to get harder. Like, we were playing, like, I would say, like, low D1s or, like, mid-majors, which um, we should be handling, um, or I thought we should be handling. But, I mean, um, yeah, and it was just, I was just thinking, like, um, we got Stanford in, like, two weeks. And then we got Oregon. And then we got UCLA. And then we got... You know, so it wasn't like a, I mean, I mean, we did have the option to opt out, but like who wants to just sit around a whole year and not play? Yeah. Like we wanted to play. And so. Um, Probably more beneficial. Yeah, way that's why I mean, like, I mean, like, at least you're still touching the basketball. You're right. still hooping and like, like. Even if you're getting ran out the building. Right. Yeah, like, you're talking about some ran out the building, y'all. Man. But, <laughs> uh, why would you say you feel me? It sounded like y'all were struggling with the mid-majors. You feel me? <laughs> I know Stanford women's basketball team usually pretty good. I, I mean, yeah, they they, they look something, but yeah. um, <laughs> no. Um, so that's kind of what that's kind of what the season looked like. And so during all that, you're like, as a basketball player, you're questioning, am I built for this? Right. Am I good enough? Or I used to do X, Y, and Z. Like now, I don't even know how to catch a ball and not be, you know, like the simple things. And so when you're like each of each of us, like especially as freshmen, like questioning like, are we meant for this and built for this? And we have like a a couple returners that have been in them situations, but not like leaving the team. Right. So we're all kind of like looking around, like yeah. how do we change this? And so you start questioning like your confidence. This was was the main thing that I dealt with. 
um, and just kind of dang, we finna get deep, y'all. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, like I don't know if I told y'all, but like I've had a dude on here, and him and I were talking about some stuff, and him and I yeah. both started crying. Yeah, like, we were talking, about, like he was my old teammate oh, from nah. college, and we were talking about his dad dying. Yeah, because his dad died when he was in college, and him and I were talking Oof. about it. We both just kind of started tearing up a little bit. So mm. like, for me, it happened. So happen, but yeah, yeah. No, no worries. We started just questioning like your entire because basketball is your identity, yeah. like growing up, and so. Man, how many of issues? <laughs> have you have you moved from that? In um, a sense, like have you figured out like your identity outside of outside of basketball? I have, yeah, and so I have been able to like kind of tap into other parts of myself that don't just rely on what I do for others or what I do on that court and so like just being in the moment thank you yeah um just being in the moment and so um let me keep going on what I was saying yeah yeah I want to keep cutting you off go ahead <laughs> um yeah so like you're just kind of questioning yourself and your identity and then I'm like not wanting to call home because I didn't want to seem like a disappointment and like stuff like that and so like in the beginning of the season I would say I was um starting for a couple games and then once that like like I mean we're losing so you want to change up the lineup try something different so we changed up and then little by little my minutes got a little lower and lower and so like obviously you're just like oh I'm just I didn't get the job done wow amazing and so you're just like well I don't know how to play basketball now and then it's like, and you just keep on going to where you're just like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And so you're halfway through the season. Like, how are you going to get through halfway through the season with this type of mindset? And so one thing that really did help me out of that was connecting with people outside of my sport. And so only athletes were on that campus. And so I started getting really close with the track team and then really close with a, um, with some other sports. And it kind of gave myself kind of escape from that identity of like, especially when that identity was feeling like not confident and right. such as that. And so being able to connect with stuff outside of your sports identity was like super, super big for me. Um, and so I guess that was like, I, I would say that was probably the hardest thing um, yeah, I'm gonna end it. Yeah, <laughs> now I understand that for sure. Especially going down that downhill spiral because, like, once it starts, it's hard to get it to stop. Yeah. And especially if like the winning doesn't turn around or you don't start playing again. So I understand that for sure. That's uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's that could be troubling. I understand that for sure. But so transfer because you kind of said transferring. So like mm -hmm. when you chose to transfer. It was because you just thought maybe you thought maybe going somewhere else will help you with your identity in a sense. Um, I think the problems that I had, I wouldn't say, or like the like the challenges that I faced. Like, I mean, every basketball player faced that, and so I didn't transfer after my Kobe year because I didn't want to just give up like that. Like, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed right. to be challenging and elementally, like. You're like supposed to go through it. And so um, the reason I decided to transfer was that like, I knew for myself being in an environment that kind of like, I wouldn't say take away my confidence, but like kind of destroyed an identity, not destroyed, that's horrible to say. <laughs> but like, um, I just didn't have good memories or like good, yeah, memories attached to like my time at Cal on, on the basketball side in some situations. Like there were great memories with teammates and stuff, of course, but like I wanted something different for right. myself so I can like grow into a new, my basketball identity, go into a new identity in that. And so I knew I had to change up like the scenery. And then um, also it's kind of hard to shift the like, the like perspective of a coach like of you mm -hmm. and so like I don't want to like like you look at me and you just see this and so like I wanted to just go and like just find a new system where I can like develop and be competitive with other people and um 
yeah challenge myself and like when you hop into the portal it's like you kind of like have to bet everything on yourself and like because it's no guarantee like a lot of girls go in there and then you're just like no school and you're just gonna have to like sit out or like you're just gonna have to go to like you just got to like drop a bunch of levels or like you know like worst case scenario but um I was blessed to like still want to I still wanted to make sure like academically I was still mm-hmm. um challenged like at a school that was like um as prestigious like Rice in Berkeley and so I was um yeah just blessed to be in a situation where um yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry. That's <laughs> not supposed to go. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm just talking now. No, that's how it goes. But, yeah. yeah. I was just blessed to get in a situation where I still was at a conference that was competitive, challenging with teammates, and still, like, kept the academic standard. So, yeah. So, school-wise, what are you guys in school for? I'm a psychology major with a minor in business. Uh, originally, I came in wanting to double major in business and psychology. Uh, but then I took econ and decided against that. Why? Econ was hard. I, I, I had to drop it. Yeah, just I, I didn't even finish it. That's the, the class I'm taking this upcoming summer. Because as a, as a freshman, it's like, you know, you're coming from high school where it's like, I had, I had a 4.1 coming out of high school. I'm like, okay, I'm this academic kid. And then you get into college and it's like, dang, 58 on the first test. I'm not, I, I don't want to. I didn't want to do that to my GPA. Yeah. So like, okay, we'll drop it. Come back to it. You know, get good grades in other class. I think the biggest thing with high school is at least my high school. A lot of it was just busy work. Mm-hmm. So like, if you got straight A's, it just meant you did your work. Right. Like, didn't prove yeah. how intelligent you were. Yeah. You know. That's very true. That's true. my issue with high school. But yeah, you know, it's a, they do a terrible job. <laughs> People <laughs> to go to college. It's horrible. It's horrible. So what are you in school for? Um, initially, it was econ was also a major thing for me at Cal. Um, it was business administration, uh, finance, and then maybe a minor in econ. And then once I got to Rise, I changed it to business administration, but management. Um, I realized I did not like numbers in college. Or I, I like numbers, but not like not as much as I did in um, high school. And then minoring in econ still and possibly sports management yeah so you like econ it's really interesting it is interesting when yeah it's interesting but it's like yeah i don't know i still don't know interesting how like Like, interesting i don't like the way everything works behind the system Yeah. yeah i mean yeah yeah just the way everything kind of correlates together and how we all yeah for sure Sure. I, I like reading econ books. I like reading books in general, but econ yes. books interest me for sure. I did so I did sport management and a minor in sports psychology, but that's just because I like psychology as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like human behavior, studying how people move and figuring things out. At a very early age, I just went through things in life and I realized like you can be more emotionally intelligent than other mm-hmm. people. You can put yourself in pretty good scenarios and not mess yourself yeah, up. Especially like sport-wise, you can you can figure things out. Like when you're playing against an opponent, uh, like and you can figure out their body language and like little things like that. You're like, oh, she's tired or he's tired, so let me go a little harder and things like that. So I was always big on stuff like that because that stuff matters. Like yeah, giving yourself an edge like that, especially nowadays, people are soft. <laughs> I mean, they get tired and you can, they wear it on their faces and they start bending over and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt that. That's what he is this week. So, oh, workouts. oh y'all start Tired, training again man. no we've been we, in workouts been but in workouts. we had to we had to take off this week so we doubled up the monday and tuesday mm-hmm. with lift and basketball workouts and then and we then, lifted during the hotel yeah we, we had we had to get one lift in one lift in but while you were here yeah, 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 yeah. it was a nice workout it was okay i mean it's, it's, it's not a weight room we had to right, do a lot, of, yeah. a lot of body weight stuff yeah. but yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna go back Monday, tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Oof. Yeah, I mean, have two workouts. I'm yeah. intrigued. What do you guys do for workouts? Like, cause I, I, I know there's obviously a difference between like football lifting and mm-hmm. what you guys do, but I've mm-hmm. seen the men's basketball team in my college lift, and like they make March Madness regularly, so like they're kind of good. But like, they, don't, they don't do crap. 
Right. Like, I, I've seen them. Like, they don't do anything. Like, I, I'm just like, like they go in there for an hour. They yeah. put like 25 pounds on every bar, and they just yep. kind of move around. I'm just like, what are we? What are we really doing here? That might have been during. Was it during season? No, nah, it was it because oh, we were training for our season, so like it was oh. it was like summertime type thing. I mean, it's it's a different sport between basketball and football. Like, right. We're not we're not training to be big. Like, we we ain't got to yeah. run nobody over. Right. We're we're training. We got to be lean. We got to be fast. That's why basketball players we're all skinny. I mean, most yeah. of us. Yeah. It's, we're it's, not it's, like completely like oh linemen. Yeah, that's how it builds. No, I get that, but I mean, like, I, I mean, me personally, I just believe, like, so I didn't, I believe in, like, explosion workouts for athletes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you should be doing, like, hand cleans and, like, box jumps and, like, squat jumps and, like, just different things with the bar still. But, like, the more weight you throw on the bar, the higher you'll be able to jump, at least for sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Things like yeah. that. Like, if you can squat, like, 350, like, I'm, I'd assume you'd be pretty explosive. Like, just my opinion. But I don't know. That's not, that's not my specialty. I just never understood that thought process of like why basketball players didn't want to lift like that. I'm just kind of like, but I get it. Like you don't yeah. need the big biceps and stuff. Like I get right. that, but like for me, you most definitely would be more explosive if you squat and do those kind of things. <laughs> I mean, we That's, do squat. I was gonna say like Salo, um, our weight coach, he does like we'll be in there doing the most outrageous stuff, but <laughs> most outrageous. man, you're gonna feel it the next day. Oh, yeah. So I guess it depends on the strength coach. We um. Lift pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty heavy. Yeah, Uh, make sure we get in. We do a lot of movement based stuff, like all of our core. Yeah, we'll we'll have like a a med ball going side to side, but then we're also like working out our arms with the weights. Like I've had to do one where I'm like I'm on my back. I have two dumbbells, but every time I put it up, my legs gotta go out. That has also a med ball in it. Yeah, and okay, it's like just like yeah, yeah, body control things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Workouts are usually well. Our weight, our weight training is like usually general for everybody to mm-hmm. get better on some situ- like some stuff like um, footwork and stuff or whatever. But like our actual workouts for like basketballs, like it's also kind of it's so individualized. It's so individualized. Like it just depends on what you need to work on. So yeah. for me, with my Achilles tendonitis, like um, being explosive and like being vertically um not vertically horizontally horizontally like faster and like quick with my feet and um and uh finishing like you know the usual power forward stuff um making sure to keep sharpening those but at the same time like me and shelby like another another post player on our team like have different strengths and so like it's you can either get it in during our individual or you can ask for like an extra workout right. session. Just just depends. Like the communication with your coach is important. So you have the same idea on how you want your game to be developed. Right. Where right. you want it to be. Like yeah. Right. Kelly's tendonitis, that's not really crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, I was feeling man, I tell you, I was feeling phenomenal going in. Cause I've also with the transfer stuff, like I was off for a long time. Like at least for like not having like spring and stuff because like during the time i got in like you stop your workouts with your old school and stuff so i was doing other stuff um but um like my kids said like achilles took a real break and so like when i first got into workouts with rice i was like oh i'm feeling good i'm feeling great and then a week go by and then it's like damn i haven't been on this for a minute and so it just like it's kind of chronic and so it just kind of like flares up and then what does it feel like it feels like like it flares up, it's like it's like heat, and like it's like I don't want to explain it. Like sharp pain, sharp pain, but like consistent. Mm. It's pretty consistent. And so one thing, the main thing is like making sure it's warmed up before you do anything. Yeah. So like a lot of extra stretches and stuff, opening up the hips and the calves, and um, yeah, man, it's and it comes and goes. So um, that's definitely something that I had to deal with and um the transition but you just gotta make sure you take care of it yeah and take care of your body is important it is something that's sucked right. on i i should know i've had it i've never <laughs> i mean, my college career was literally injuries yeah. i tore my tricep mm-hmm. i tore my calf and achilles at the same time my senior year i had shoulder surgery i've had shoulder surgery three times i've had what else happened to me i'm missing one my fingers dislocated, but that's what I kept playing through that. Yeah, 
Oh uh, yeah, I think I had a whole situation. I got sick. I lost like 30 pounds in like two days, three days. I missed like the whole summer camp. I was out oh, there. I had like a mini heat stroke. It was crazy. Yeah, no, my my college career was a shit show. Yeah, but uh, man, I had a question, but I just lost it. Damn, what was my question? That's crazy though. How did you get through? Well, I have a question. How did you get through like one after the other? Or like rehab, like getting back into it and rehab again. Or... Well, I can say that all those things were nowhere close to the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. So I was just kind of like, it sucked, but like, even then, so like I had a, so for example, I had a concussion. We had spring ball and I got a concussion that had me out for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And even then I was going through something where like I had a situation going on with a friend who got killed. So like the concussion to me was just kind of like, whatever. Like I'm three months removed from like a close friend of mine, like getting killed, so like whatever. So it's just kind of the same thing. I will say though, um, with my last one, my Achilles and my calf, if I didn't, so like I was raising my son by myself. So like during football season, he would be with me like Monday through Thursday. And if we traveled, my mom would come up and watch him. Uh, But like he was with me. So, like, if it wasn't for my son, I probably would have went to, like, a crazy. Because it was just, like, we, my school sucked. But my senior year, because of, like, me and my class, we were competing for our championship. We played in our championship game, lost by seven. I didn't get to play in it. And, like, it was just a lot. But, like, if it wasn't for my son and God, I most definitely would have crashed. But I'm just a very faithful, spiritual man, and God is, like, amazing. So that's just how I do it. Without him, I'm garbage. So he's he's strong. For me, he pulls me through everything. So yeah. most definitely, and my son, even though know, he gets on my nerves now, but he's cool. I fuck with him. <laughs> he's so cute. What's the saying? I love my kids. I don't like them. That's kind of <laughs> my son. So he's kind of. I love That's him, but man. Well, he's just he's just he's too smart. He's smart. He's smart. He's so smart that he's annoying, but he's not smart enough to know he's annoying. So it's just yeah. kind of bro. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's funny that you say that my i have a sister um i'm 20 but my sister is almost 40 and my mom had my sister her this summer going into her freshman year of college and so she played all the way through college division one at a high level set records with my sister like on hand so it's like i can only imagine like the 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 challenge that came with having to balance not only just the student athlete part, but now you're taking care of someone else. So it's like, props. I think it was easier for me because I always, I was already taking care of people before I reached that point. Mm -hmm. So like I knew people who had situations. So like I had a best friend who was in jail. So like I was helping take care of his mom already. Mm -hmm. But like I, I don't really go out, so it wasn't like oh having a son, I can't go out and do those things now. Yeah, you know. So he just, I just had him. He started coming over with me. Like he was at practice with me. He was in weights with me. He went to class with me. So it's just kind of, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was kind of, it was a weird, it was a weird transition, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I, it, I did it smoothly. I had help. Like he lived with me. I had a. We were we truthfully, as I look back on it, we should have like started a blog. Cause like I was living in a house with like four D one athletes, and we were raising a kid. Like, like, <laughs> like who the hell would have seen that? But yeah, no, nah, it wasn't that bad. That's everyone, crazy. everyone was shocked. Like, man, how you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Tell you, you were smooth though. Yeah, that's dope. And especially uh, being adopted, like there was no way I was giving up my son. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like when his mom and I had the like argument, and we did the whole thing. I was just like, well, I don't care what you do. That's uh, he's coming with me right. at at minimum. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm big. I'm I'm ready to get married and have more kids now. That's if you would ask me like three years ago, I'd have been like, nah, marriage is not for me. I don't know if I really want to do the kid thing. But yeah. now that I got one, I'm kind of like, yep, yep. <laughs> I, I kind of enjoy it. I also now have a deeper understanding of like. The, like, the true relationship between like men and women. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hate, like, I hate when people are like, our boys are like, oh, I don't need a woman. Or like, women are like, I don't need a man. It's like, no, that's mm-hmm. not true. Like, we yeah. need each other. Like, we need yeah. each other. I need a woman. I, you from that, for whatever reason, like, support. Mm-hmm. For me, I work a lot. Coming home, having someone there with me would be nice. You for me. So, 
I don't, I don't get into that stuff, but I, yeah, he changed my life for sure, for the better. This is why I need a secretary. I get in so much trouble, like throughout the week, I'll get a phone call and be like, hey man, we still having that meeting? Oh uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, we got that. Right now. yeah, I thought I put it in my calendar. Right. Yeah, I have yeah. all the time. The secretary is most definitely on my budget. <laughs> I guess gotta happen. Before the end of 2023, it's gotta happen. Uh, then it'll happen. Man, what time is it? We gotta make sure they don't, they're not late today. What time you you fly out of one? Like, I think I around like uh, my flight's like around three or something. Oh, so you gotta be there at one? Yeah, I want to be there like around twelve thirty. Yeah, twelve thirty. Uh, I'm not I'm not playing with spirit. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing that today. Yeah, spirit. Yeah, that's man. Nah. Did y'all play for your flights out here? Mm-hmm. Like y'all yeah, did? we did. Y'all didn't want to do Delta. I decided to come out here too late to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to settle with Spirit, but Lord. Spirit be, I don't, I love flying now. Yeah. Now that we started like the NIO business and like all the other businesses we do, I travel a lot. Yeah. I don't think I can do Spirit. I did it one time and I'm like, wow, this is the. What happened in your. So I've flown, okay, the, the flights from Cali to Houston, like during when I was at Cal, was. I'm talking about some 400 one way, 400 bad, like for satellite. It was OD. So I had to, you know, get comfortable and familiar with spirit in some cases. <laughs> and so, like, I think I, was, I flew them like five times. And, like, I would say only, there's only been one situation where it was like, man, here spirit go. But all of the times have been good. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't really, what was yours experience? Like, mine, mine, was, mine was with baggage. Like, I, I ended up, scary. I, yeah, I had yeah. to, I brought one on. And then I was staying out in California for like a week mm-hmm. and I needed, but I also had to bring some of this stuff, like for where I was recording with some right. people and uh, my bag was like two pounds over mm-hmm. and I had to completely check in a whole nother bag. Did he and let like, you go? No, no. But he was on different. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. I had to check in a whole nother bag. And yeah. then when you, when you did the math, I ended up paying like a, actually like $80 it's compared to like what I would have done if I would have just bought the Delta ticket. Yeah, true. But now I'm bougie. I don't yeah. even, I don't even trade it. I'm in the Delta Sky Club. I don't do okay, that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm bougie right. as hell now. I'm not yeah. with none of that. I'm straight Delta. I got this. Yeah. yeah. I'm with all that. Usually I like, yeah. I mean, when I go up to the clerks or whatever, I try and get like, you know, the nice black lady and they usually be letting me, I was, I was definitely three pounds over. Um, coming uh to here and she was like just take out the heels i took out the heels and then it dropped one take out one more thing it didn't move she's like all right just go just go just go i said bet that's crazy um it just depends who you run into yeah it is. I, I had the same situation um when was it mm-hmm. when did my aunt die august september yeah i was going up there to wisconsin uh for her stuff and I ran into dude, and I was like a pound and a half over, and he wasn't going for it. And I had to like take Bruh. stuff out and put it in my backpack that I had. Yeah. And then he asked me for a tip, and I'm like, bro, what? Nah, I'm no way. Like, what, bro? This is crazy. You want a tip? So I've never flying Southwest again, even. Dang, they mess really? it up. Yeah, Southwest messed it up. I'm straight Delta. Yeah. Until I get my private jet, straight Delta from here on out. I'm not going. Yeah. I like Southwest. I don't. I like Southwest because of the layovers. So like, I like I like having layovers, like going to like other mm-hmm. airports and just kind of like bullcrapping around and just yeah. walking around, and mm-hmm. eating and enjoying myself. Yeah, I like the layovers sometimes. I like the movies. Free two bags. <laughs> yeah, it's nice too. Yeah, it's nice too. Dang, but what was my question? <laughs> I'm getting mad. It was a basketball question. Oh, that's what I was about to ask. I was going to ask you guys how you felt about uh, this last uh, March Madness and the attention that women's basketball is getting uh, this big. How do you how do you feel about that? 
I think I think the attention that women's sports, specifically women's basketball, are getting right now is amazing. You know, we talked. Don Staley talked about it a, a lot a couple years ago. You 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 wouldn't have had the amount of people at the game that they had. Um, me personally, I didn't watch a single March Madness game. You didn't make it. No, I didn't watch the national championship. I, I'm just not a huge. She's not a huge watcher of anything. Basketball. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm yeah. But so, what do you watch? Nothing. I don't have a TV. I mean, I don't have a TV, but I do Netflix, maybe. <laughs> but so, what do you? I feel what you. I understand. I'm, what you I'm probably the most disconnected person from the world that you will ever meet. We can, we can have a competition uh, on that. We'll <laughs> but, so what do you do? I, 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 I have like a whole mini library in it's my so room. It's probably like 300 books just in my room. Um, <sighs> See, we were just talking about my library today. I didn't catch up. I didn't catch up. <laughs> my Amazon wish list, so shopping cards live. 50 uh, I, I, it's all books. I can't buy any more money on books. Yeah. Spend any more money. I I have no money left. Barnes and Nobles takes all my money. I'm, I'm. What kind of books do you read? All of them. Personal growth, romance, fiction. My one of, one of the books I really want to read right now is the new one by Michelle Obama called The Light We Carry. I have yeah. that one on the shelf. I'm really excited to read. Hmm. That's a good one. What made you get into books? Uh. The fact that I was just a socially awkward kid. I can see that. What? Respectfully. I can see that. <laughs> Wait, what? I can see that. Um, I just, I've moved so many places. You know, I, I grew up in Nashville. I've been to seven different schools. I've never been out of school for more than two years. So I've mm. never had a core friend group. Right. And books, just, books were just my, my outlet. And then growing up, my parents had a terrible relationship. So there's always discord there and I was just always to myself. Um, now I started reading and it's, it's like an escape from reality, you know. There, there's a quote that said, like, most people only have one life, but because you read, I get to live. All kinds, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Is there a way you like to read? So like, I've this is new to me, but I've started doing this and I'm probably never not gonna go back and I'm probably gonna do it every day. I get on the treadmill, and I throw my weighted vest on, turn it like on an incline like I'm walking up a mountain and I just walk like 3.5 miles for like an hour I just sit there and read like for like an hour I can't I'm a terrible multitasker really I can't I can't listen to music and do anything I I, I get so unfocused so fast I so I have to be I have to read there can't be anything on I gotta have the book in front of me I can't be on any type of electronic device yep. And that's it. Got to be completely silent. Sometimes, I could I could read in a whole gym if the book is good. If the book is good, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I like to turn on like piano music in the background. That's what I normally do. Like I got my little four year over there, and there's like a speaker behind it. And I just mm-hmm. I turn on piano music and just kind of vibe in there. I like Coldplay. Yeah, I, I can't even Coldplay. clean my room with music on. Won't get done. Yeah, I like listening to Coldplay just to do stuff. <laughs> Why Coldplay? I love Coldplay, y'all. Like, they're solid. I don't know. They're up there. They're up there. Yeah, no, they're solid. Yeah, they are. I love listening to them. Yeah. I like older music. I for sure don't like listening to new music. I don't almost. I almost don't listen to music at all anymore. I prefer podcasts for anything. But like, I only listen to like Big Sean and like Kevin Gates right now. Yeah. Russ. Outside of that. Like yesterday, uh, not yesterday, the day before, when they were playing that Cardi B and Gorilla song, that was the first time like, I actually heard the actual song. Like, I've never, like, I've just heard clips of it. Like, I've never like, heard the song. That's how I am. That's funny. Or, like, WAP, I didn't hear, like, the full WAP song for, like, two years. Like, everybody just, just crazy. I just seen, like, I can't listen to that song. No, no. Bro, I don't, yeah, I don't do music. It's the devil's business. I'm just not no, really it really is. I would say basketball is the only reason why I do, like, Little baby or like some hard stuff. Yeah. Or other than that, it's gonna be like probably Coldplay and like. So you like rock music? You said I like what? Rock music, like older rock. I do like it, but I don't like. Yeah, I do. 
I do. And then like Nickelback type stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, there's fuck up. People will be trying to make it yeah. funny. Yeah. Nickelback is like that. Man, what? Yeah. I would love to go to a Coldplay concert. That'd be my dream. I but can't do concerts. I yeah. can't do concerts either. I don't, I don't I like being do, touched by people. I can do a concert where like I have like, like I know the music, like I know the songs word for word and like it's just me, like I'm doing my, like, I'm not trying to be like in a crowd. You so know, you want like, your own little private concert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Not I can do like, that. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to like. Y'all just come here and sweaty. play for me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm not trying to like push you yeah, just so exactly. I can sing a song. Come on now. Exactly, bro. I'm right. not. I'm. With, I'm just an energy person. So like, I believe like you can give people energy. So like, I'm just like, bro, don't touch me. I don't yeah. want your energy on <laughs> me. Like, don't do that. Yeah. It's so, like shaking people's hands. Like I had to start like bring like when well, this weekend I had Germans for me. I'm just like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing this. I that. Yeah, I'm weird like that. <laughs> That's not weird. That's it's, not weird. Nah, she's people, the biggest clean freak. All right, not too much. <laughs> it's just, Lynn be killing nah, me, man. Bro. She be, I'm sorry. I just, I, I mean, it's like, it is complete different spectrums, but. I sat on her bed. She yeah, had she outside clothes, y'all. No, I get that. Yes, yeah, especially like, my bed, bro. Like, if, and like, yes, no, if no. you sit on the bed, that's cool. But she leaned up against the pillows. Yes. And I said, "Whoa." Yes, no, I'm with that. Especially the yeah. bed. That's the sanctuary. She can't use her towel because she put it on the floor. No, refuse. It's a oh, towel. I don't. If what? I put my towel on the floor, you know what's on the floor? I that's am it. not picking that back. That's what I'm what? saying. She she made nah, me call yo. the hotel front desk. Okay, we ran out towels. of towels, yo. We did run out of towels though. But we did not pick it up. I'm not using towels. towels. I'm with you. I'm with you. What yeah. else? Especially, especially the towel though. That's Plastic good. silverware from restaurants. Yeah, my friends. I, I can understand. You know what I mean? Like, especially who's at Waffle House. Uh, and, like, I, I do understand you know what I mean and like my friend got mono one time from silverware stop you feel me because now you better change I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah, no, and make sure y'all flush bro make sure y'all flush with the toilet seat damn have I'm to. not have playing to. No, have to. I'm not playing about that yes, have <laughs> to have to but that's about it you guys. Nah, I'm, with that. I'm with that I'm with that for yeah. sure that makes sense yeah so he's like a germ phobia so like I kind of have like so for me like I just don't like germs like i just don't like yeah. germs like i don't like i like being as clean as possible like i shower right. like four times a day like yeah. i'll wake up take a cold shower yeah i'll if i leave and i come back i'm gonna right. shower if i work out i'm gonna shower and yeah before i like i can shower three times a day but before i get in my bed if i'm not exhausted i'm probably gonna shower oh, yeah. and yeah. i'm most definitely gonna change my clothes most definitely a like, hundred times nah. that's what i mean like nah. i don't know about like Showering for sure, but like maybe I come back and like I didn't really. Maybe I went to Target real quick and came back, but I definitely got changed my clothes oh, before I, I, I can, I can go to Target. It depends on if I already shower. got a t shirt on, get in the bed. Nah, man, I gotta get a new. Nah, I, yesterday, I need a, yesterday, yesterday, new shorts. I had heels on, right? So it, it was hurting my feet. Mm-hmm. Took them off, walked from the hotel back to our hotel. Yeah, completely barefooted through the street. Yo. <laughs> No shame. I couldn't even look at her, bro. I couldn't even look at her. We met a judge. We met a Clayton County State Judge. She came out to us. Yeah, it was a picture with her. Yeah, she was was a great, a great lady. That's what I'm saying. The point is, I still. Wait, y'all just stayed to talk with her though? Yeah. You had a picture with no shoes on. Uh huh. You probably yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about no shame in it. Talking with her, like, asking her questions. It's really like 10 seconds. Well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I really wanted that piece of it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that. No, I'll let it go. I'll she don't waste no food. I could have I just, just mopped the floor. Three seconds. You think I made dirt and dirt won't hurt? No. <laughs> I get denied. Look, this, see, now you tap into my bouginess, bro. It's, 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 it, even if that food looked like you're about to hit the floor, I'm cool on it. I'm cool on it. I'm cool on it. I got three, three seconds max. Nah, I mean, I, if I want it, I want it. Nah, I'll just get the phone. I'm so trying to pick it up. No see, that's why you gotta grow up in Nashville or anywhere. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't grow up around my black side. Okay. I grew up on my white side. So you think this has to do with you? It could be. Okay. It could very. I don't know. Be. I grew up around all white people. <laughs> I, I grew up around all white people. And I'm, I mean, all my friends and stuff were black, but like my, like no. I have no black friends. I have black friends, so 
like real black friends till I got to college. All my friends was black. Boy, basketball. I don't. I don't talk to anybody. The only people I talk to from high school are white. I'm trying to think about where mine came from. Like where your yeah, my sense of not like where it came from. But it it started when I was in like middle school, but I can't remember exactly like what kicked it off. I want to say high school. Yeah, if I don't have a workout, I'm not dirty. That's all. <laughs> I was gonna say no, no, no. But as an athlete, like you're taking hella showers, so I under I understand what you're saying. Like you feel like you're at least you, live, you feel shower, like you're not. work out, shower. Yeah, I'm good. If I wake up the next day, I ain't got nothing to do. So you're not gonna shower the whole day though. <laughs> All right, we just <laughs> just got All right, you're right. <laughs> she was like, I can't even put that on. The couch. I can't put that on the part. But I can't. I can't do anything until I shower when I wake up. Like, I heard cold showers in the morning are like good for you. Oh, game changers. Yeah. They're game changers. I heard these like, I was, yeah. I was doing, I was listening to like a three hour podcast uh, with a neuroscientist who uh, was talking about the benefits of cold showers. And he was like, you get triple the amount of dopamine rush from a cold shower that you get from a like on Instagram. Wow. You get double. Now, how they do that? How, how they. You think they just measured the dopamine levels? Yeah, they probably uh, they probably attach something to people's brains and like check the dopamine levels like oh, yeah. whenever they they got a like or whenever they got out of the shower and just kind of seeing where the dopamine levels were at. I mean, from my own personal experience, like I'm not I don't really do social media, but um, my cold shower, like I'm never going back. Yeah. Like, I'll probably never do it. Like I don't even like warm showers anymore. So like now my afternoon afternoon ones. Are the ones before bed are like lukewarm. If anything, like they're not even. Right. It doesn't get steamy or anything. Right. But like, good for you. Yeah. And it depends where you're at. I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm about to. I told. Uh, I put a post out to my uh, to my FGE people. I was like, "Hey man, if you guys want to donate for my birthday coming up in May, I like a cold plunge. That's what I want. Like an ice tank. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's, what interesting. that's what I want. That's what I want. I heard it. Oh, we need to get some toe warmers. That's the. Oh changer. yeah. Toe so warmers. you can yeah. stay there for long enough. Yeah, like when we go in the cold tub. Yeah. You'll be fine, but like your toes. Yeah, you should be straight. I don't have the, what. I've never had that issue. I used to take ice baths all the time. But okay, I used to think that, but then I used the toe warmers for the first time before I left. Game changer. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, you're not you you not you don't know what you're missing. Yeah. Just try it. You should get some, you should invest in some. I can't just hop in the socks. I've seen, I mean, I've seen people do that. Maybe. It's not like a toe warmer. It's just like it's yeah. like a, a a koozie for your feet. Okay. So I can stay in the ice tank longer. Is it, is what the point of this is? Yeah. Nah, your, your, your toes just long. It's, it's, I call it. It just feels better. Okay. Okay. No, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Color me intrigued. That's yeah, I think I heard about that on Ryan Holiday's podcast. Um, yeah, I just heard that it was like really beneficial, and it just like gets your day started for real. Cause you feel accomplished. Cause you yeah. you sit there and like, cause even now, like, so I've been doing this for a while now, and even now, so I'll turn it on, and like it'll be cold, and like now I've gotten to the point now it gets colder and colder like every day. But yeah, I'd kind of like just twist it a little bit, and then I stand there. And then you kind of like get in, and then you kind of put your hand like this, <laughs> and then you're like, ah, oh, but this is cold shit. Yeah. And then you start just thinking about how cold it's gonna be, yeah. and then you gotta be like, just, all right, but stop being a bitch yeah. and just get just in. Just do it. Yeah. You just gotta do it. So then I count to three. So like, I used to get to the point where I would say I would count in down to get in. Yeah. But like, I would be like, if you get to two, and then don't say three, don't get in, then you gotta make it colder. So like, that's how I could I would get myself to get in the first Sounds one like or two times. So, oh, discipline. Oh, uh, discipline is the key to success. I, I, I believe. So I got mad trouble on uh, Twitter because I made a post. I was like, I believe ninety five percent of you don't have real depression. You just are disciplined because mm-hmm. undiscipline leads to depression because you you, you feel less accomplished. You don't think you're handling business, so it just snowballs into more. But if you're disciplined, like, and I'm not saying it doesn't suck, like, it most definitely sucks. But, like, if you wake up and you handle your business and you're doing the right things, like, your days are most definitely going to get better. So, so, 
You for me, that's what that's what I and I think that's really the benefit to cold showers. You just feel accomplished. You're yeah. just like, man, I just did that ice cold shower. Like, let's take on the rest of the day. And it kind of gets you like woken up. Like when the cold water gets down, you smile. You kind of do one of these right here. And you're like, oh man, you love, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I fuck with it. But is that about time we, we hitting it close? Yeah, yeah. But I appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. New friends, now we yeah, connect. Yeah. We'll have to talk some business. Maybe we can help you guys out. There's some things for sure. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. How can people follow you? Your ads. Um, on Instagram, I am f the number four t o u, and then Twitter. I don't know. I'll be on there like that. I don't post like that on Twitter, but for two b ball, I think or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it's that look, bro. Like, cause you know, like when you um, once you start getting offers, you gotta. I don't know. My coaches always tell me you gotta like post them. Yeah, and, yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah, so I just made more. Twitter and I started. Yeah. Post my offers and stuff like that. But I just, it was something so like, yeah, that was middle school for sure. My Instagram and my TikTok are both Malia.Jordan01. Yeah. And then my Twitter is Fisher4224. Yeah. Yeah, you can go on my TikTok too, I guess. Well, once again, I appreciate y'all and enjoyed it. Appreciate all of you. Thanks for coming. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you get some of them FGE shirts and hoodies and things. So once again, appreciate y'all. Right. Have more information than me. Right. It's very unlikely that they can move me off my pivot. Because you know who you are. Hundred percent. I'm all the way anchored in on like the things that I believe. Right. Because they didn't come out of nowhere. Right. Like you know, one one day I'm in the projects. I lived in Cranbrook Housing Manor, <laughs> and yeah. one fast forward, not that long. I live on a golf course. That's not a flex, but that...